He's very handsome. But does he make you hot? I mean, do you think of him at night when you... I'm not perverted. I get good grades. I go to church. I'm a cheerleader. I'm not like all of you. Everyone reads Cosmo. Everyone looks at other girls all the time. But you only assume that they're thinking what you're thinking when they look. But they're not. Welcome to Troglodyte Podcast, an off-the-rails review and discussion of horror, cult films, and cinema. With your host, Loki Jesse and Tim. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Troglodyte Podcast. I am Loki Jesse. You didn't do your, uh, hello. Okay. Hello. Everybody, <laughs> welcome to Troglodyte Podcast. Wait, so do you agree now that you I sound s- like Mrs. Doubtfire? That's what you're about to say. Yes. Okay. Do I? A little. Okay. Okay. Who got into your head? Because no before that, no you one. said I didn't. Just a little. Oh my god! You told me. I told you, but okay. Now it's stuck in your head. Just a little. God damn it! I need a better intro. Or co-host. <laughs> uh, sorry for the spike that Jesse just did, but it's fine. Oh, so yes, uh, I'm Loki Jesse. And I'm Tim. Yay, Tim. How was your fucking day? How's my fucking day? <laughs> it was great. Oh, yeah. Well, I've um, just cracked open a... Yes, liquid death. Like liquid are, death mountain water? Yeah, um, I, I'm still re- still trying to get my foothold back in the... <laughs> You're fine. In the... You get you your uh, bottle of water? I, like, you know what? I, you know what? I, I might ask you to um, switch, it up switch and the get, contract and, and get, and get me some liquid death. Oh, man. Uh, that's just, like, so weird. Like, why does it come in a can? Like, it's um, It's less costly. Uh-huh. And um, plastic is bad. You ever see this series called? Um, oh my God, it was on the Hulu. Uh-huh. Oh my God! It and was, by the way, I'm, I know you're you're talking, but yeah, you interrupt me, ask me. Um, if you collect enough of these and then you go sell them, it'll make you some money. Actually, the aluminum can re- recycling is. Uh, what you get is not that much nowadays. Yeah, but it's still money. What was that show called? I don't it, know. It, it's with that um, <laughs> that actor, that uh, that gay actor, that the uh, Tommy something. The one that he was like on, um, he was in like the last seasons of the Parks and Rec. He was the one that screamed louder. Oh, uh, Craig, uh, Ferguson, no. Not Craig Ferguson. Um, uh, I know who you're talking about. I think about. his name is Tommy. No, he had a show. Yeah. Um, well, he had a show on Hulu, I just trying to remember what it is. Yeah, no, I have no idea. Oh, Billy, that was his name, Billy, uh, something, but. Billy something? Oh, I don't know, I, I can't say, like, Billy Enchner, Etcher. Something like I said, something. But he was like, on, "Oh, difficult people." That's the show, difficult people. Okay, so him <laughs> and I showed this to um to the um yeah, I showed this to a friend um the but they're discussing um 
water like why does water come in a water bottles like why doesn't it, um like remember when like you would get the carton of milk in school like why doesn't water come in those carton of milk like yes. in those cartons there is uh there is a uh, uh, boxed water well now there is but it's because these people kind of like thought of it yeah so yeah and it's so cool because when I was at um, San Antonio and I went to that store that sells the Jetty Babies, well, when the, when they had good Jetty Babies, now they have crappy Jetty Babies. Sure. But um, they had a box of water, so I took a Snapchat and I sent it to said friend, and you know, they liked it. I I like I like box box water. Yeah. Uh, it tastes different. Scratching your nuts? No, I'm scratching my legs. So. Okay. Uh, it tastes different. It, it, it somehow just tastes different. Liquid death make you scratch your nuts. <laughs> Murder your death. Oh, God. Look, you, I can buy these in bulk, and they won't go bad for another two years. So I can just keep them here. Um, I was going to say, like, but you like you prefer room temperature. Yeah. Well, those are, those look like, you know, they've been, like, in the. I, I don't, I don't mind fridge. the cold water. Was you been saying all this time that you want like the room temperature? I don't mind cold water. Okay, 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 fine. Well, the, I I'm drinking this one, right? We're gonna have to dispute and, your um water uh, contracts. And by the time I'm done with this one, uh huh, then I'll open the next one, and then that one will be room temp. Okay. Yeah. Okay, you totally make. This sense. has been the most entertaining <laughs> fucking conversation <laughs> we've ever had in this goddamn com- like fucking podcast. No, I'm pretty sure we had other ones. By the way. Yes. Question. Answer. Before we get started, why are we called troglodyte? Oh, God. A lot of guys at the office have been asking, and I don't know how to answer that, because I don't know what that... I, I know what it is, but I don't know what it is. Okay. For that, let me get... Jesse's grabbing what I think is a book. Yeah. Yes. Wrong book. Wrong book, but he's grabbing something. Um, currently, at the moment, Jesse has headphones. A okay, I got we- the book. Okay, he's got the book. So, sorry for sorry to interrupt your narration, but you interrupted me earlier. Okay, so in my hands, I am holding. I am holding a book, like you said. Yes, a book. A novel. A novel called "We Sold Our Souls" by Grady Hendrix. Okay, it's hardcover. And that is uh, Jimi Hendrix's uh, second cousin. Yes, he was. Um, he was. He's, he's part of the family that they don't talk about because they're white. Really? Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. So, this is one of my favorite books. I really read it three times. Yes. Four times, if you want to count the audiobook. Uh-huh. So, um, it's basically the story. Of elite, elite, uh, a lead singer of a metal band, basically makes a deal with some demons, and instead of selling his soul, he sells the souls of his bandmates, and you know, for fame and fortune. Now, the his bandmates they lost all creativity or the the, the desire to create. All of them except for their lead guitarist, Chris. And. Who was the guy that sold their souls? Uh, his name was. Um, fuck. Troglodyte. No, no, no. Oh, okay. Look, um, his name was. Um, fuck. I gotta look this up. Well, that's an interesting name. It's. Uh, 
So the band that they were in was called Dirt Work. Uh-huh. Terry, that was the name of the their singer Terry. He sold the he sold the band members' souls for fame and fortune, and all of the band members, you know, lost the nerve to be creative, except for Chris. Chris still had some ideas to be creative, but they shot her down a lot, and she just oh god, it's just a good book, and so they had. There was this place that, um, fuck, how can I, it's just like so much my brain hurts. So, um, the band Dirt Work that Chris and Terry were in along with the other, other two band members. So they had this, they had this house where they would go and record and they would refer to it as the witch house. Okay. And while there, they recorded two albums. That, you know, got them started. And when they were working on their third album, Troglodyte. And that, that, that the third album was called Troglodyte. But that is when those uh, demons or whatever came to Terry and offered him, you know, they want, they didn't want the album to be complete. So they basically offered him, you know, fame and fortune for the souls and lives of of the people and more and the more he gave the more he became rich and stuff so he basically did that he um i got it's like so much i love this book so much because it's such that's where i got the name troglodyte long story short too late um and it just i i'm reading this book and i'm here seeing that word troglodyte and the more i read this book the more i saw that name it just kept going it just it just felt so right it, oh my god, like this should be, uh, it should be a video. But this name felt so right to me. It, 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 it hit me so hard, dude. That, that's what she said. And I just like, this should be the name of the show. And, and this was right on the eve that I was going to order the equipment, the earlier equipment for the show, the early microphones, the, the little zoom recorder, the, the things like it, it all fell into place, like reading this book, re- getting that name, and then realizing that that is the show. That is the name Troglodyte. Uh, liquid water. Liquid death, sorry. And um, <laughs> I just love this book so much. And Okay. Um, I, and I love this book. So, so what's with the crab or the hermit? crab well a, a, tro- a, a troglodyte a, is a hermit well a troglodyte is a hermit and that's a crab so yeah that's where it comes from um but okay for anybody anybody any of our listeners out there you who, have crabs no oh, okay. who's ever picked up a guitar or a bass or a drum set or a keyboard or whatever this book the the opening prologue of this book describes perfectly well how it feels okay so it it starts off with with chris learning to play the guitar as a teenager as teenagers do and it just shows it illustrates the struggles of when you're when you pick up the guitar you put your fingers on the strings you're strumming you're trying to get the rhythm just right you're 
You're not you're, you're not reading sheet music. You don't know any chords. You're just listening to the radio and trying to keep up and learn by your you just just learn because it just hits you. That opening really hit me because when I played guitar earlier in my life, when I had a guitar, when I felt that bug, you know, and just just those early days of just trying to strum to get the thing get the fingers on the strings on the chords just right let's drop my microphone that's, that that that's how passionate i am about this book and this is the book that like you know that set me on the path to this pot to this to the podcast name and the show so yeah long story short too late and the the author would have been in Austin in July for the final girl fest, but the 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 event was canceled by the promoter for low ticket sales. Mm-hmm. But it would have been so good to meet him, and and he doesn't know anything about rock music. He just did a lot of research and spoke to his friends that are metalheads, and he God he just he did a good job. I mean he has written he has written my best friend's Exorcist. My best friend's Exorcist that is available to watch on Amazon Prime. He's also done um, the Final Girl Support Group, um, How to Sell a Haunted House, um, Trade Paperbacks from Hell, and um, there was this other one. Oh, the Southern Southern Vampires Club or Vampire Hunters. I don't know. Something like that. Anyway, um, sorry. So, okay, just tell your co-workers he got the name from a book. That he's so passionate about and loves. I just told him it was for the for the cause of the crab. Okay, yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, I hope you guys like that. Uh, that hot second of us just drinking. We That's... should we should have more alcohol in this podcast. Yeah, we should. Just just fucking, just feed my alcoholism. Yeah. Uh, I'm kidding. Well, as soon as your kid is born, you are going to be drinking more. <laughs> You're going to be the stereotypical no, alcoholic no. father. No, no, no. You're um, going to be like, where's my dinner, bitch? Jesus, what the fuck, Jesse? I, but that's, I grew up on weird 80s films, weird 80s TV movies that portrayed alcoholic people. I didn't. Like I did. <laughs> anyway... Don't we have a movie to talk about? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ. But that's a nice segue because... That's not, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, by the way, um, happy Pride Month. Thank it's, you. It's the middle of Pride. Happy Pride. I appreciate Pride. that. To all, our, uh, listener, to all our listeners in the LGBT community... We support you, you know, we adore you, you know, you, you guys are awesome. And yeah, let's, um, let's talk films. Why don't we? So you chose this week's film as, you know, as people can tell by the title of the episode yes, we and the description and the pictures <laughs> on Instagram. Um, tell us, um, you picked this film. Uh, the film that I picked yes. this, this week. 
the one that I that I chose. Yes. The the film that I have chosen to bring into this podcast. Yes. Is I am, but I am a cheerleader. Yes. No. It's but I'm a cheerleader. There's but no I am. It's I, it's you know it's it's sorry. A, but I am grammar. <laughs> but I'm an, uh, but I'm a cheerleader. But I'm a cheerleader starring Natasha Lyonne, Clea yeah. Duvall, RuPaul. Gay icons. Yes. Yeah. Oh wow! I love this film. This Me is too. such a cute film. Now I know. You have, um, rest- not restraint, but like you have an issue when we get when we talk about films that we both love because uh-huh. like we can't riff on each other. Uh huh. But um, I think we've spoken enough to. No, but still, but like you know, like even if we, you know, we even if there's a film that we we both love yes. and agree on, like you know, we could, you know, we we have different opinions on why we like yes. it. So you know, it's it's not like it's pulling teeth, <laughs> but um. Tell me, like, um, when was the first time you saw this film? Or how old were you? Uh, back in high school when I was uh, maybe 14. And who introduced you to this film? My wife. Just, your wife? Okay. Yeah. Oh, so you, oh, yeah, you've been with wife for 14 years. Yeah. Cool. Was this something you all just, like, randomly found to no, watch? No, no, she, she had already watched this movie before. Oh, cool. Yeah. And, um... So you were fourteen. You saw it with your now wife. Yes. Well, if, if you're with the with the girl who later became your wife. Yes. Um, you said it correctly the first time. Yeah. And you know, now you're her prisoner. Um, okay. <laughs> was she a cheerleader? No. Oh, okay. Then. Um. <laughs> what did you like about this film? It's just very. Um, I, I don't know. It's a funny movie. Yeah. It's very uh in the sarcastic. Which is my thing. Yeah. Totally. It's very pastel. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know. It's I, I sometimes you can't um describe a movie. Yeah. Without fully just telling someone fucking watch it. Yes. But I know that that's our job. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know, man. It it's it's a it's a movie that caught me off guard. Yeah. By this point, I knew who RuPaul was. RuPaul. Yes. Did I not say that correctly? And you said RuPaul. Okay. It's all like like all, but like you know, RuPaul. Not, RuPaul, yes. not RuPaul. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with it? What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> okay, continue before I get. No, into I don't it. want to. Okay, so I saw this. Film, I I discovered this film when I was working at Hollywood Video. Oh, now you just threw me the finger. Real professional, Tim. I am. <laughs> So when I was working the Hollywood video, I discovered this film. This was um, something that the box stood out for me because it's you know Natasha Lyonne in a pink dress and there's studios around and and my coworkers had mentioned that it was an um, you know that it was a lesbian film. So I'm just thinking, you know, I'm a guy. I'm just like, oh, lesbian film, you know, women sex. You let me watch this and. You know, nasty. Yeah, I'm. An, I'm. I'm sorry. I'm. I'm, per, I'm pervert. Um, what I expected didn't happen, but I still like this film. It was so good at the time that my, you know, my twenty year old mind just like really liked this film a lot. And like you, I can't, I can't really describe why I liked it at the when I first started watching it. You know, when I finished watching it, but I just knew that it was just very cute. 
It was very surreal and honest. And it was just different than... The, extremely different. It, yeah, extremely different. Very liberal what they're speaking. Yeah. And it's weird because um, the director, Jamie Babbitt, which is a weird last name, but she wanted, like, she got this idea. Well, she wanted to make, like, sort of like of an, of an LGBTQ film that represents lesbians in a different light because most films at the time that were coming out that portrayed lesbians were more of the I hate saying this word, but I'm just quoting her like she well I'm not I'm misquoting her. I'm paraphrasing her, but she had said that films of that of the that era were portraying the more of the of the butch uh lesbian. Yeah. And there was hardly any uh cutesy cute cutesy funny femme. girl or and femme oh no oh no yeah i like if there was well chasing amy doesn't really count i mean we should get into that one day but chasing amy was just very different I mean, it did have, like, the cutesy lesbian, but it was just very, like, I don't know. I mean, like, it was just, it's a good film. It's, it's, it's a whole episode of itself. But, but, okay, but, but I'm a cheerleader. Just did it good. I, I don't know. I mean, it just, it just felt so cute and honest. Like, what do you think? No, I, I definitely. It's a... It's a film that pokes fun at not only, and I think that's why I like it. It doesn't just poke fun at like most films with a gay protagonist, not a gay protagonist, but like a gay character. Yeah, they're done to the max. Yes, they are overly feminine or overly butchy or yeah. overly whatever the hell they're not supposed to be. Right, whatever. Um, uh, and and you get some of that. Yeah, in in this movie. Right, but then it, you get you get certain points where they're real and and they're not characters and and they're they speak to you from the heart and you you feel like oh fuck these are real people and they're 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 what's the best word they they they're hurting because they're not being understood. Yeah, and I totally forgot to do the synopsis to this film because um, we just got right into it. So um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, go for it, shoot. So basic. Um, so, Balama Cheerleaders um, is about Megan, a cheerleader in high school who's 17, who has an intervention with her parents and friends about her being a closet um, lesbian. She, of course, denies this, but they end up sending her, they end up sending her to conversion therapy, a camp where it's supposed to make her straight and repress those urges to be with females within this camp she ends up meeting graham one of the girls who is um also there for conversion therapy and there's also uh, other guys there now each person in this film represents a different type of of an lgbtq well lgbt because oh no no they were 
I oh got I'm so I'm sorry if I'm not saying that right, but like it represent someone of the community. And the camp is run by the tyrannical Mary and Mike, the one of the one of the counselors who was reformed. And also the questionable uh, Mary's son, Rock. So throughout the film, Megan um, is trying to understand uh, her sexuality. It's a coming-in-of-age film. And it's very cute. She ends up falling for uh, Graham. And, but Graham is kind of like foothold into pretending to be straight because her father said that she will cut he will cut her off of the money because she comes from a rich family and Megan comes from a nice wholesome um, uh, all-american family but her fam but her parents will cut her out because they don't want to be looked down upon by anything towards the end of the film Megan and Graham like you do like each other but Megan gets gets kicked out because she refuses to deny who she is, Felgram is gonna deny who she is just to please her father, and uh, that uh, the film ends with Megan and, and Graham being together. Let's let's see it like that. <laughs> it's a, it's a cutesy film. It's so good. I mean, there's so much in here because like you know about themes and structures. Yeah. Oh, we're so gonna we might get a little too serious here. No. Funny haha. Well, maybe some funny haha. Maybe just a little funny haha's. Yeah. Um, it's a movie that hides uh, the darker aspects of a conversion therapy. Ther- therapy yeah. Um, in a sense of uh, the funny haha's. <laughs> That's yeah. the best way to put it, right? <laughs> well, yes, because um, Jamie had. Okay. So Jamie Babbitt's mother. Used to run a halfway house for teenagers. Well, yeah, for teenagers that were you know, for drug addict teenagers and yeah. alcoholics. So she ran a halfway household. She wanted to do a, a film like that, but then she read in a magazine or in a newspaper about you know con, um, conversion therapy. Yeah, conversion for, camps or whatever. Yeah, like it so that kind of intrigued her, and she wanted to make this film. Uh, she she got the idea from that, and then she hired a screenwriter. To help her, you know, flesh it out more. Because she didn't... I'm not saying she didn't know how to write it. But I think she wanted to give it a good spin. Yeah, that makes sense. So, and... And she also wanted it to be something like of a clueless style. With all like the bright colors. Yeah, it's very bright. Yeah. Especially like... Well, it's it's bright when they're being subjected to the colors that they belong to, yeah. air quotes, and then it it's more muted and um, heavier colors when they're being themselves. Yeah, I, it, the 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 way I, I feel like the way that it was filmed because I mean I I like watching these sort of things, I like looking at these sort of things. Um. I guess when she hasn't fully, um, like, admitted to who she is, the film is very, um, it, in kind of a, uh, uh, obscure, kind of rose-colored, yeah. like, uh, it's very 70s looking, and then once she's at the camp, it, it, it comes away from that, right? Um, 
and then finally kind of towards the movie that the movie starts kind of looking less like a old style maybe and it looks more real life and it's a very interesting way that, that it was kind of like well that's uh, kind of an, an interesting take on it because when it does show her in her family life um it was supposed to well um we'll talk about more of cassie in a bit but um like they 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 chose a cheerleader because what's more American than a cheerleader? Than a cheerleader, yeah. And also, like the portion where you meet the family and the friends, it's very like you know, like like you said, like seventies, eighties, nineties, yeah, kind of just like you know, like the mold. Yeah, the 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 perfect American family house. And then the the convert like the camp. It the cutters are bright because it's supposed to represent. Like a 1950s kind yeah. of style for everything that's so yeah. bright, because literally um, the straight people uh-huh. were the most animated. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 not most animated, but like you know. No, that, and, I, I'm, uh, I'm just giving you like my okay. take on it. Yeah, I think that I, choosing I, the two characters to be like the quintessential villain of most like 90s movies. Yeah. Right, as like the uh, I forgot her name, and I was just looking at her name. Mary. Uh, yeah, uh, and then RuPaul, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be like a um, both you know uh, uh queer icons in themselves, yeah. especially RuPaul now, um, as like maybe not the quintessential, like like maybe not the villains of the movie, yeah. but like the conversions, yeah, like specialists and. Yeah. Yeah, continue. No, no. But I was just—I uh, I, just—I just meant that, like, for most um, straight people that are very against, you know, the community, they see everything as 1950s, bright colors. Everybody knows their place. Yeah, kind of a way. Uh, I, I got you. I got you. So that—that's—that's that's how I saw the colors and the structure of the of that of that camp. Because even, like, you know, like, the whole thing, like, you know, a woman's place is to clean, is to cook, is to do all these things to yeah. care of family. And they have the guys trying to, like, like cut the grass and play football. And, and work <laughs> on cars. Yeah. It's very well... It's just... It's a very satirized version of yes, what a man is supposed to be. Yeah, and yeah. what a female, what a yeah. woman is supposed to be. Because they have these molds. And then, again, like, I see it as they're basing these off like as a, a 50s mentality. You know, like leave it to Bieber kind of type or Andy Griffith or, well no, Andy Griffith was a single dad, but still, you know, it was like everybody had their place. Except for Lucy. Lucy had Lucy was special. Um, well, I mean, I love Lucy. One, two, three, four, I won't take no anymore. Five, six, seven, eight. I want you to be my mate. One, two, three, four. You're the one that I adore. Five, six, seven, eight. Don't run from me, cause this is fate. And I never noticed this about the character of Jan before. Cause I honestly thought that was I thought that was a guy crossed I did not know that. I, I gosh, like that's the good thing about going back to these films because I did not know that 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 Jan was 
transgender. Oh, okay. I I, I didn't realize it, you know, like it, it didn't hit me because like like she just like you know, like she was a like she wasn't gay. Like she wasn't a lesbian. She liked guys. But she just felt comfortable again, gender dysmorphia. Yeah. But you know, like at the at the time of this film, it was I oh God, I feel so bad saying it like this. But like it wasn't something that was out there like it is nowadays. And now it's Oh God, I'm I'm digging my own grave here. <laughs> Why no, you're you're good. I mean uh... I mean that wasn't the focus of the film, but it's something that was touched upon that made not sense, but it was just like something that was like an interesting little twist that came about I that I didn't notice it before until just well when I saw this film again. But we saw like so many characters that like of a certain representation of of what people, you know, just like the very outer type of roles when it came to like the diversity of you know of the LGBT community. Okay. Because you had like the flamboyant one, you had the yeah, yeah, you had the, the uh, characters of 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 uh, what people could imagine them to be, right? Yeah. I almost like I said I almost think that like the the straight people were more um uh, characters in their own rights than than like the actual you know the gays yeah what you would call <laughs> um like, that's the best way to put it right Tim uh, just dug his own grave now why okay. uh, it's fine um, well, I'm not saying anything wrong I'm, I, I, it's it wrong. funny uh, it's what I'm trying to say is like the people that were acting straight. Right, yeah, were being more stupid and color like the 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 football uh player, yeah, when he was trying to kiss her, like yeah, motherfucker was like sticking his tongue in like uh fucking her nose and shit, but yeah, I mean, and then you get like a legit um like uh a genuine kiss between both like heroines in this movie and and it's a very it's not a sensual kiss, it's a an honest like representation of of uh Maybe teenage love, yeah. In that sense, it does. But like, but when he was kissing her, it's like you know, like it, it was like you know, like planting the seeds that she didn't like it. That, yeah, yeah, and yeah, again, yeah. But like, it was kind of like how do you say, like the way she said, you know, like she's a, uh, you know, uh, a Christian. Yeah. And you know, I went to a Christian school, and they're very like Christians don't do it, things like that. Yeah, I know. So that's how she kind of justified it. That like she was like, yeah, she didn't want to have sex because she's a Christian. Yeah, but that was just like um, she was just using that as an excuse not to yeah. fully kiss him. And that's another thing that um, again, it doesn't play that much into the film. It's touched upon, but it's not you know tackled the whole religion aspect of this uh, film because you know like well, so um. For most interviews and sp- like talks that I've had with like people from the community, um, the <laughs> most of the time, when you send a kid to a gay conversion camp, yeah, regardless of religion or blah blah blah, whatever, you're sticking a bunch of gay kids in one place, yeah. 
And half of the fucking, more than half of the fucking time, they're all just having sex. <laughs> it doesn't work. And it, it, and it, and it doesn't work. It, it, it either is going to fuck someone up mentally for all their life and you'll create a monster. Yeah. Or, or you're just cementing them more into what they already are. A person can't really change that much if, even if you force them to. Yeah. And if, I, I, I think that's what we get at the end of the movie. I, yeah. It's, you know, being true to yourself. Yeah. Well, is it? Well, it is. Yeah. It is. I, it's, it's being true to yourself and who you are and who do you believe in and not letting people tell you who you are. It, it's, it, it doesn't matter if she was or wasn't a, a like a lesbian. Uh, it, I, it, it mattered that she knew who she was. Yeah. And that's what. It, it, yes, yeah, being a lesbian, but I, I think what I took up is it doesn't matter who you are, uh, who other people think you are. It matters who you who you know you are. Well, that brings up a very interesting uh, point because when she went to um, Lloyd and Har- Larry, yeah, Lloyd and Larry, it's like the you know when she was invited in the house, like in the in their first conversation, she asked, you know, like how to be a lesbian and like he just told her like you know there's no there's no way to be just be yourself just like be who you are like there's there's nothing to it like there's, it's there's just, no way to teach you just you be yourself yeah that's that's the yeah. best advice he gave her because it's not i oh god it's like again like at this time like you know like like straight people had this idea that you know that and they still have this idea yeah it, you know, it, it, it of, hasn't know, gotten any better by it, the way. It hasn't gotten it, any since better, this movie came out but like the, but like you know they have this idea that like you know like oh like they're gonna come at night take your kids <laughs> and take like, them into gay com- gay, turn gay, them into and stuff like yeah, oh my god like yeah. you know like not to go too into it but like with this whole bro i had a full-blown conversation with my uncles that i don't like talking to anymore yeah uh when i was like 16 17 yeah i'll be completely honest with you i'm not the like the manliest guy in the goddamn world i'm a little fruity yeah I- i'll put it at that <laughs> and i was sent by my father to their house to um uh tutor one of my cousins for the summer because the guy is an idiot i love him by the way but the guy's not the best at math and i am pretty decent at it i have graduated with trigonometry from high school i'll give you that show off and and he's telling me i think i'm like 17 and obama was about to go (laughs) into i think obama was about to end his uh second term or or start his second term. I don't remember. It's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> I think he was about to end his term. And he's telling me, he's talking to me about like, the Democrats and how they're trying to convert all the kids into gays and, and all this shit. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, this is from a kid who I, I know what I'm, I am, right? Yeah. Um, and I know what my wife is and all that stuff. And, and, and uh, coming from a kid who had questions about himself. Yeah. And now this 40-some-year-old guy, who I thought was a badass dude, by the way. Most of my life, this guy was a rocker. 
Yeah. Like long hair, only listen to like punk rock music. The type of shit that I like listening to now. Yeah. And and then he's telling me about like him and his and my aunt are telling me about like yeah, they're gonna fucking send our kids to these gay conversion camps and did it and I was like, What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> And I was like, oh, no, this is... Because, like, I watched this movie, like, previously to this. And I was like, oh, this stupid kid brain, right? This isn't real. This isn't, like, people don't actually do this. And then I listen to these people talk. And I go, oh, my God. They fucking... This is, this is legit. Like, people actually fucking do this. Yeah. And... Um, I think a part of me died that day. I'll be completely honest. <laughs> That's uh, um, no. I mean, I I I watched this movie when I was a kid. Yeah, I will tell you this. I I my favorite movie of all time is Birdcage. Oh yeah, that funny. I love that movie. Uh, a little tangent. When um. Robin Williams passed away. Yeah. I cried. I cried like a motherfucker. And I'm telling you, um, because that movie meant so much to me. Yeah. In the sense of, of, of it's, it's, I, I don't, I don't know how to explain it. Okay. Right. Um, when I said that I like a little part of me died that day, when, when I, um, was talking to my uncle about this, when he was telling me about these things. I I grew up a little that day. That's what I mean. Okay. Of uh I have friends that are you know part of the community. Yeah. Um and I would hate for them to have to go through this. Yeah. I you know, I have friends too. I mean, like I um it wasn't until I went to college. Well, obviously I didn't see it on but like you know, college does, you know, like, you know, expand your mind and makes you, you know, see things differently. And, you know, I don't, I don't know if this was mentioned in like one of the episodes that's going to be in the archive soon. But, you know, like one of my, uh, when I lived in the dorms for a semester, you know, my roommate was gay. And, you know, everything was cool. You know, like there wasn't like, he wasn't hitting on me or anything. He yeah. was just a, a cool, a, a cool guy, you know, like I appreciated him and. You know, he appreciated me and like, you know, it was just like, we had our own devices, I guess you could say like, you know, like, um, like he likes Star Wars. I like Star Wars. We saw Star Wars. Like, you know, like yeah. he went out, like, you know, I stayed in, you know, that's just, that's just how it was. You like, you know, he was a nice guy. He was nice. Yeah. I know. I never kept up with him. Like, um, I don't know if he's still with us because he, he unfortunately, you know, you know, tested positive. So. I hope he's okay. I hope he's still with us. But, you know, it's just like my friendship with him really, you know, really made me realize, you know, how, you know, just like, you know, like, the, you know, the community is people and they're hurting. Oh, definitely. And, you know, my, my best friend, you know, like she's, you know, like we had our ups and downs, but like, you know, like she's still my best friend and you know, she's like a sister to me. Um, and then, you know, but like, and then my other best friend, she fucked me over. I don't want to get into that. Bitch. <sighs> um, she's Jesus. not my best friend anymore. Hope she's, hope she's, hope she's, 
I'll show you. I'm just saying that, we'll, like, we'll cut this out. Yeah, we'll cut this out. I don't know what I'm saying. I just know that it just makes me sad that 20 years that this film came out. Yeah, and shit hasn't changed. Yeah, it ha- and it is. It's just. It's just you almost feel like it's gotten worse, and maybe it hasn't. Maybe it has. Um, it's like it's it's weird because I think I heard this like, and I no, I think I saw this one or I heard like where the trans community is right now is where the for the the LGB LG was at twenty years ago. Yeah, and now things have gotten better. I just hope that it doesn't take 20 years yeah. for I, honestly, the trans community to fuck man, I be mean, appreciated. When it comes to a lot of things, you almost feel like uh, you're taking two steps like forward and yeah. then three steps back. It's it's just... And, and I told you, well, you were there, you know, I got into that argument with that idiot at the at the Infinite of the Pearls. Did you? Yo, remember I told you about that idiot? I, I was wasn't there. I was dressed like a Star Wars. Yeah, I wasn't there. You weren't um, there, but I, I thought I told you about I, it. I, sp- I sp- You did. You did. I I, yeah. I can remember. I um. I I know I shit on him a lot. Yeah. No, he deserves to be doing like. He just, <laughs> I I got into it with him, and we're going totally off subject now. That's but, fine. But seriously, like I got into it with him, and when he just like blurted out. And, you know, like, oh, like, it's a disease. Like, you know, these trans people, this, like, they have the disease. And I'm like, what? Shut the fuck up. Yes, yeah, so that is a disease that, you know, they're, they're, they're not right. And oh, you didn't tell me this, but. Yeah, I, I did. Like, you didn't tell me this, but. Yeah, and then I got into it from, like, you know, how could you say that? Well, it's true. It's by facts and stuff. And, what oh, my God, facts? like, I, I, he, 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 like, wanted to show me the facts, but it's just, like, uh, this is. What I hated about that conversation, uh-huh. and I, I I stood up, you know, for my friends, you know, I I, I I stood up because you know, like, for the friends I had, friends I have, and the friends that I will have in the future, I cannot just stand there and let him just be all like, like, oh yes, like you know, blah blah blah. Like, Dude, for, forget about like, oh, I'm doing this for my friends, and then I, no, but doing it for decent human fucking it, decency. See, that's. That's, Mind your own goddamn business. Shut your fucking mouth. And then he's all like, oh, well, like, you know, like, well, I have freedom of speech. Or like, well, yeah, you freedom you, of speech. You, you also have the freedom to shut the fuck up or get punched in the goddamn and face. It's, it's as simple as that. It, it, it's so, it, it, what I'm trying to say in that, like, it's just like, I hate how when they say about the facts, I hate how it is because it dehumanizes people sometimes the way he was saying it the way he was going to say it it was dehumanizing people it was making them it was like they weren't people to him and it's like they were just like lab rats or or some type of a low type of animal it's just like fucking hated it Mm -hmm. and i shut him up and yes it was awkward but I shut that fucker up because he does not know shit. And God, wish I could have just punched him in the face. Yeah. <sighs> this get too personal? Yeah. 
So Natasha Leone. <laughs> 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 um, if you guys just hear me laughing and this didn't get kind of cut out, I hope it doesn't get cut out. By the way, uh, fuck that guy. Yeah, but, fuck uh, that guy. Natasha Leone. Um, Natasha Leone. She this is, so is awesome. a fucking star-studded cast, and I've said this a couple yeah. of times already. But this is a cast that, ten years, twenty years later, became like a part of the industry. It, yeah. it, it, it's not just like some random ass people. These people kept most of them at least kept fucking acting and are bigger stars now. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, going with starting with Natasha Leone, like, like she was been in so much. Um, before yeah. this, Slums yeah. of Beverly Hills, um, American Pie. Yeah. And, oh, she was in that Freeway 2. Uh, well, part 2, I mean, not 2, 2. Yeah. She, it's just so awesome. I mean, like, she's a great actress. And then, like, you know, after this, you know, like, uh, she, she, my God, it was now, like, she's exploding big, but she's always been big. And Clea Duvall, like, my God, like she is so beautiful, and she's so awesome, dude. I mean, like, and RuPaul, like now he's well, he's always been famous. Oh, he's I just always been. Don't know about the. She, he is the uh, mother of, of of a lot of uh, uh, drag queens. Yes, and uh, obviously has done a lot for the uh, drag community when it comes to his shows. Yes. And uh, uh, a lot of people have come out from there. And uh, my favorite, Alaska <laughs> and Trixie Mattel. Uh, if you guys don't know who they are, uh, fucking amazing comedians. A lot of them are uh, hilarious ass people. Do you know who they are? Do no. you know who Alaska and Trixie Mattel is? No. Bro. I mean, i seen their Funko Pops and i seen the advertisements really? for their shit. Ah, oh, dude. Uh, they have a... You know, shout out fucking um, recommend early recommendations. <laughs> go, go watch. Go, it's a channel, and the show is called. Uh, it's 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 uh, Trixie Mattel. Uh, fuck. Anyways, it it's fucking hilarious, man. Yeah, they are two comedians that fucking kill it, man. And and it. I mean, obviously, Ru RuPaul has just been part of the fucking community and part yeah. of like show business for so long and and, and it just been a genuinely good person in general um i fucking i don't, I don't, I don't want to talk i don't honestly i could never like i know of, of drag race and dragula but i just I, <laughs> dragula yes that's funny it's like the horror version of drag race yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but i'm i never seen them like really? I, I yeah, oh it's just yeah, I just, I, I just, I'm sorry. I can't. Maybe I'll lose supporters and stuff. But like you know, I just like you know, don't don't feel like watching that. Like it just doesn't track my attention. That's but I fine. support it. Yeah, Trixie Mattel and Katya. Katya, that's a good name, Katya. I fucking love them so much, dude. Um, no, nah, I mean, dude, everybody's got their own boat and they can yeah. float as much as they want. Yeah. I mean, so so oh. in the cast, right? Yeah. Uh, obviously, besides the the three mains, oh. uh, uh, Dante Basco, yeah. fucking Zuko, fucking Rufio, Rufio uh, oh, Michelle and, Williams, 
uh, Michelle Williams. This is during her Dawson's Creek era. Yeah. And that guy, the one that uh, Rufio ended up with, he, um, I don't know if you ever saw Rules of Attraction, but he was in that film. He was Victor. And he was in a couple of other films, but I know him mostly from Rules of Attraction. That's one that we will have to we have to do someday. Okay, it's a great film from the that era. Well, from the thousands era. Wow, what was your favorite scene in this film? Ooh, ah, uh, that's interesting. Fuck, the beginning is fucking hilarious, dude. Um, yeah, just them trying to make out and just uh, like butts. <laughs> Just flashing. <laughs> um, butts or boobs? Boobs and butts. Okay. Both. Okay. Um, <laughs> I got to say, my one of my. Um, was when they're doing like the war thing. Oh, and yeah. then they get up and they do the pose. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But yeah, also, right. like, the silhouette. Them fucking playing football yeah. and, and trying to catch the ball and just eating shit. No, dude, the silhouettes of the soldier with the gun, like, lowered in. Yeah, the yeah, other yeah. guy. And then, um, what's, oh, the axe with the chopping the wood. <laughs> Christ. Ah, oh, man, it's, it's just, it's genuinely, there's, there's little movies that we can talk about where I can tell you, hey, don't listen to us, go fucking watch no, but there's like so much in this film. Like even the, um, <laughs> even the bar, the cocksucker. Oh yeah, the cocksucker. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> Jesus! When they're protesting the like um oh, the house, yeah, Lloyd and that Harry. Yeah. Oh my god, dude, the fucking posters. I'm not going to use the language that no. they that they used, but um, yeah, but holy fuck, oh my god. The language, that's another thing. Yeah, they, they are brave with the language. Well, you know, at the God, I, just I know, this, at, but I know at, at the, the time, time it was, was, it was fine. It was, uh, it was acceptable, but yeah. like now it doesn't, you know, it doesn't fly, but. Honestly, well, it shouldn't have been acceptable, but like, I mean. It, it's not that it's acceptable, but like, you know, it, it, I got it. I'm going to get slack for this, but it's like. To have it to be a, a maybe sometimes to be a good representation, maybe the language is needed. Maybe just to show that makes sense. To sh- you know, just to show like the the era of it. You know, yeah, like when uh, Leonardo DiCaprio kept using the N word. Yeah, and the, and the what when the, the the Django. Yeah, or, I think it's just Django. Yeah, or even God, there's like uh, that's another one. Is this just Django? Yeah, it's just Django. I thought it was Django. It's, Jan- it's Django Unchained, but it's not the Django. It's Django. Oh. The D is silent. Oh, okay. Like Dahmer? Well, I don't know. I always I found Dahmer, I was, Dahmer is a... I always uh, found it weird how the name... How, the, how it's spelled out. I always had a hard time pronouncing it. That's just me. Um, okay. What was your least favorite part? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Um... <laughs> I guess you didn't have a least favorite part. Oh, that is such a good movie, man. It, um, well, it's 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 of its time. It's, it's definitely of its, time. of its time. It's of its time, but like it's definitely um, yes, it's a good movie, but it's not. It's not without faults. I would say it's almost a perfect comedy. Yeah. 
well, I didn't really laugh at this film. I mean, really? I, I liked this film. I thought I thought it was some parts funny, but I didn't get that laugh out loud. Really? Moment. I just I liked it. You know, like like I know it's supposed to be a comedy and stuff, and but like there was just some things that like I don't know. Like even when I saw it at the time when I was in my twenties, I just didn't find it. I found it funny and maybe ironic. Okay. But I just didn't feel. You know, like <laughs> I, I, I fucking, I'm, I'm raffling. Yeah, I just, I'm just like, too sensitive about it. But Maybe. I just, I just, you know, I, I just thought it was so cute, and I, I, I just like, you know, really enjoy. What is your least favorite part of the movie? Well, my least favorite part would have to be, um, I guess the family therapy. Okay. The family. No, I didn't like it. I'm not. Uh, I felt it. I'm. I guess I just. It just like hit. Maybe I'm just like I. Uh, my empathy just like you know really like hit an all time high. But it's just when, when you see Graham's father like saying that like you know you're here to be cured. You can't come home. Blah blah blah. And then when um when Megan gets to her her quote unquote root. And, you know, it gets brought up that, well, they put words in her mouth by saying that her father was um, emasculated by the mother. It's kind of like, oh, it just sucked, dude. It was like, you know, I fell for the guy. and But the the guy was already de- demasculated. Like, it wasn't, like, it, it's like they're blaming the father when it's the mother's fault because the mother was always... You know, on stuff. I I, I just, I oh God, it just like really hurt me. I guess that that was not something that I oh I I maybe I just like again like my empathy was just like way too high on that part. I just I really felt it. Okay, man, uh, that's a, that's my well, the music. What do you think of the music? I love the music in this. I, film. I don't remember the music too much, but it is so cute. Music. It's like such a like such a like like. You know, like independent girl riot. You know, nice melodies and themes to it. I like this music, and uh, the the lighting. I like this music. <laughs> oh, so, so do you know there's a director's cut of this film? Really? No, yeah. I I didn't know that. Yeah. Is that the one on YouTube? No. No, no, no. Because YouTube has this movie. By the way, uh, YouTube has this movie at the moment. I saw it on Tubi. Really? Yeah. Uh, YouTube has this movie on uh for free uh, on on it uh for Pride. Oh okay. Yeah, there's a bunch of uh, like Pride movies yeah. uh, that are for free right now. Awesome. Um, there, yeah, there's there's director's cut is kind of like uh, it it equals ninety minutes long, but it's just basically, you know, like a few things. because like when Jamie submitted this to the to the MP the Motion Pictures Association of America, yeah. Um. They gave her, they wanted to give it an NC-17. Of course. And they gave her some points uh-huh. of what to cut, what to shorten, what to brighten up and stuff. And yeah, it's just, God, like something, the rating system sucks. They are so, there's a film about it. There, there's, there's a documentary about the rating system that yeah. like goes in depth about these things. But it was just, like the scenes that were, Cut and, and 
like there was this like scene where they 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 show like a film in the classroom and it's talking about how this person like went to college became a lesbian but she got beat up she became a rock star but look at her now now that's now after conversion therapy she has a husband and a family and all the scars are healed uh, that was a uh, that, that 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 little clip had uh, I, I only sky in it from the four rooms the witch topless witch oh but um but yes you should it's out there it's it came out in the twentieth anniversary okay um oh wait, well I guess nothing left to do but what do you want to rate this bitch nine 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 yeah I'm, okay I'm gonna agree with you no I can't. I want to go with Grief Gonna 9, but I'm just gonna go down on you. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna go down on me? Phrasing. You're gonna go down on me? I'm gonna go lower. <laughs> <laughs> you ding dong? I'm gonna give it an 8.5. Okay. <laughs> Terrible uses of words. Yep. Maybe next year we'll do a uh, birdcage. Yeah, yeah, I'll do birdcage or. Um, well, you could. Well, we can do recommendations in King. I have one more movie if we have the chance for the month. Yeah, but I don't know if we will. Um, and um, let's see where else. Oh, okay. So, um, recommend. What do you mean? Your recommendations? Oh, Birdcage. Okay, Birdcage. So, um, I want to recommend um Grady Hendrix's "We Sold Our Souls." It's a great book. Okay. Um, I also. Want to recommend? Oh, uh. oh, sorry. Uh, I want to recommend um, Gunship. It's a great um, synth wave band. They got great okay. songs. I love them. And uh, I want to, yeah. Oh, I want to recommend some films, some LGBTQ films that I know that I like that maybe some people will want to watch. Um, okay. There's a, a BNB that's on Tubi. There's Knife Plus Heart that's like a horror film, a Jalo horror with um, Johnny Depp's ex ex wife. Um, there's also Soldier's Girl that's a good film. Oh, The Living End. Oh, and the Teen Apocalypse, which starts with Totally Fucked Up, The Doom Generation, and um, Nowhere. We should totally watch check out those films next year. Um, or recent, and there's oh, like so much out there. Um, I guess it, it party animals or party monsters. Oh, party monster, yes, party monster. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think, in my opinion, a uh, bit bit of a gruesome. Uh, <laughs> you know, last year in Pride, they had like a party monster party yeah. downtown. Um, I forgot where it was. I don't know if it was on the rocks or the cold brew. Oh, bonus. And it's a really good fucking movie. Yeah. It's also a strange movie. <laughs> I had to watch it in parts. Um, I guess that's all the recommendations I got for now. Yeah. Um, the shout out to our friends at Infinite Apparel and Collectibles, located at 2107 Shadow Drive. Hey. Yeah, I remember. Um, go ahead and check it out. They got a lot of great action figures. If you see a guy outside with a fucking... Um, uh, now listen, I'm not promoting violence, but if you do see a guy in a Jedi outfit, maybe kick him in the nuts. 
or throw eggs at him. Yeah, that's fine. Anyways, continue. I'm no, I don't. I'm not. Um, you know, what, what, what was the word you said uh, about violence? Oh, I'm not promoting violence. Oh yeah, I'm not promoting violence, but I do promote throwing eggs and toilet paper. I'm okay with that. Yeah, me too. I you cannot legally take this advice, though. Yeah, no, you can't. Uh, anyways, continue. And um, noble noble gaming warrior warrior on on Saunders Street. I don't know the graphic address. It's on Saunders. Yeah, and um, you want to mention Anthony Shopper? Yeah, fuck it. I mean, why why wouldn't we? Okay, so if you wanna um um sorry. So go ahead and visit uh, Guy Ocho Hyphen Hobbies, located at uh, 1003 Garfield Street. Wait, 1002? No, 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 no. I'm telling you, you get two, because you two. didn't say it last week. I, I did say it last no, week. No, you I went said, to go take a piss and it took over. No, but I said it in the middle, in the beginning of the episode. Could you just get one then? Okay, fine. I was, I was being gracious and giving you two. All right, but if you think you're... Your cheerleader yeah. can take on somebody's conversion therapy Pikachu. Stop. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Stop by Guy Ultra Hyphen Hobbies. What the fuck is wrong with you? What? Conversion conversion therapy Pikachu. Okay, fine. If you think. <laughs> no, you get one. No, you're going to have to stick with that one. You're, gonna, you're sticking with that one. You fucking. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> See, you guys, see, there was jokey jokes at the end. <laughs> Where did that come from? Okay. Thank you, everybody, for listening to us. Uh, we really appreciate your support. Go ahead and join us on Patreon if you can. If you want to support the show, join us on Patreon. Or just leave us a like and comment or a review on iTunes. We really appreciate it. Um, good or bad. We'll look at it and we'll appreciate that someone's that you all are listening to us. If every single one of you guys gave us a dollar, we can afford better water. <laughs> better water. And that's all I need. Uh, if every single one of you guys gave us two dollars, just imagine what, how much more water I can get. <laughs> All right, with that being said, keep on shining. And brush your teeth. (laughs) I interrupted you. Be sure to like and follow our Facebook and Instagram at Troglodyte Horror and Cult Film Review or email us at troglodytehacf at gmail.com altogether lowercase. If you want to support the podcast, join our Patreon.